0: Now, all across North Carolina, it's Carolina Newsmakers. Here's your host, Don Curtis. Well, hello, everybody.
1: Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. Dale Falwell is back with us. He is the North Carolina State Treasurer. As a matter of fact, the 28th Treasurer of the state of North Carolina. He uh, went in office in 2016. And uh, so the first thing I always ask when Dale is here is, is, is there still some money in the bike account?
0: Uh, there's still some money in the bank account. Uh, the fourth quarter was not kind to the state pension plan. We uh, had a billions of dollars of drawdown uh, b- because of uh, what happened in the stock market. It's still one of the five best-funded pension plans in the United States, but the last year we paid out over $6 billion in benefits to state and local retirees, and our earnings were negative. So um, when you pay out $6 billion in gross benefits and you have – no earnings, uh, and it, it, now we're able to say that we're in our 21st year of the state health pension plan has not earned its assumed rate of return in 21 years on average. So uh, what you're saying no. is that when
1: they set up the pension, they were counting on this amount of income, right. and we haven't earned that, so, uh, but it hadn't been adjusted.
0: Well, when Harlan Bowles was the uh, treasurer in North Carolina, the assumed rate of return was 4%. Yeah. And as you remember, as I do, uh, you know, government bonds were yielding 7, 8, and 9%. Yeah, so you had a margin. Yeah. <clears throat> so it doesn't matter uh, how uh, unathletic you are, when you can put money in, in bonds and earn seven and you only have to jump over a hurdle of four, that's easy as a treasurer. Uh, but as the years went on and these interest rates stayed up, they raised the assumed rate of return. And now we have not achieved that assumed rate of return on average uh, for over 21 years.
1: And of course, uh, pension plans all across the country are doing the same kind of the same thing. And, yeah. and we're we're in relatively good shape to compared to most.
0: We are. Uh, unfortunately, uh, your listeners who are on the uh, retirement system, and and let's be clear, we're talking about uh, one out of ten adult North Carolinians that gets a check in this pension plan every 30 days. Uh, we're paying out over. Five hundred and twenty million dollars every thirty days, uh, and but when they go to Harris Teeter or pay their due power bill, they can't they can't do that based on relativity. They those folks want real cash, and so uh, as the keeper of the public purse, uh, even though it's one of the five best funded United States, where we've got some serious headwinds coming our way. How long
1: uh, do – what sort of a window do you have to get this corrected before it becomes a really serious mess?
0: Well, uh, there's one part of it you cannot correct, and that's the blessed event of increased life expectancies. Yeah. This plan, as you can see from this chart, was never anticipated. People worked till they were 65, and actually, not to depress you, uh, you know, the average age of a man who retired after they retired was probably a couple years, you know, back when this thing was started. But now we have a situation. There's no minimum retirement age. So somebody can come to work for the state at 20 years of age, get their 30 years in, they're 50. And for that individual, especially a female, they're going to be retired for longer than they worked. <laughs> and this plan was never designed for that.
1: So, uh, and of course, a, a lot of company pensions are in the same kind of situation because sure. they also—that's uh, in the private world—but they were also based on the fact that uh, that people would not live as long as they're living now, and so some of these uh, uh, private pensions are in serious trouble.
0: Yes, and and public pensions—the uh, the Kentucky retirement system is 30% funded, thirty percent funded, thirty-three zero. The South Carolina uh, teachers pension system is. Uh, a little over 50% funded. Uh, these are serious issues, and it's a it's a hard sentence to say, but I'm going to attempt to do so this morning. And uh, uh, if you finish out what I'm getting ready to say, which is uh, over the next 20 years, people are going to be asking themselves, what ate ate what ate my what ate my cost of living adjustment, what ate the funding for public schools, what ate the pay raise for teachers. Why is it that we can't do more of those things in the next 20 years and it's directly all the fingers point back to the treasurer's office and it has to do with the, the rising cost of this pension plan and the health plan?
1: Well, it's, it's uh, it's an interesting situation. And of course, uh, Uh, You know, the labor unions have recognized this, and they have actually uh, worked with uh, private companies to solve that problem, because I think they realized they were overzealous in getting the benefits, and then they said, well, you know, we we put these companies in a position where they can't pay them.
0: We we, we tried to take some small steps last year to close some of the loopholes of this pension plan. For example, people from other states being able to buy under our pension plan at less than what it should be priced at. And um, uh, the legislation passed overwhelmingly in the House and the Senate, but the, the governor chose to veto that. And just one of the provisions, one of the provisions of that bill is costing this plan between 10 and $20 million every year. There's 86 provisions of that legislation. And if we can't do the simple things, then people aren't really serious about sustaining this plan for the next generation of public service workers.
1: Well, uh, you know, you make a promise to somebody, and uh, we ought to. Of course, I've, I've got the same problem with so the wording of the so-called highway trust fund. There was no mm-hmm. trust in that mm-hmm. thing. I mean, it was rated for this and rated for that. Uh, I think the word "trust" is sort of a funny word when people sure. can rate it for other things. Now, you know, there was no corruption. It was spent on other sure. legitimate needs, but it was set up for the highway.
0: And hopefully, sometime yeah. of the next few minutes, we can talk about uh, school construction bonds. And talk about how uh, money was supposed to be set aside for the lottery for public school construction, and that hasn't happened as as uh, prescribed uh, fifteen years ago when the lottery was passed. Well, it's
1: uh, it is kind of an interesting situation because, uh, and, and, and Dale, a lot of this is set up because politicians have a in office have a sort of a short. Um, uh, focus because they're actually focusing on getting reelected the next mm-hmm. time. And so they don't want to take the hard steps. And this happens to be in Congress. It happens with mm-hmm. all the legislators. They say, you know, uh, if I do this, I'm going to likely
0: won't get reelected. Well, and and I'll be a little more inelegant, which is unusual for me to play that role with you. But uh, it seems that a lot of public officials, what they're really the, the the number one thing that they're good at is not doing their job. And is, which is exactly what you just said yeah. and and uh, we're not we're never going to be accused of that at the treasurer's office we're we're not there to run the place or to eat the shrimp we're there to find and fix because we don't want our the people who teach our kids and protect us from criminals and and pave our roads we don't want them leaving the house every day thinking about the safety and the security of these plans and as keeper of the public purse uh, and state treasurer I take that really seriously
1: now the pension plan does that also cover? Uh, municipal workers mm-hmm. and so all government workers are in the pension plan whether you work for state yes uh, or local government
0: there are about four isolated instances um the uh winston salem police uh has its own separate pension plan the charlotte firefighters have their own pension plan but we have 99.9 percent of it yeah so
1: this is as you said nine hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. people are mm-hmm. receiving uh
0: pensions and The way that works for your listeners, they hopefully maybe at this point if they're asking themselves, how does it get funded? We send a bill, the treasurer's office sends a bill to the Department of Transportation and says, this is your payroll at DOT or this is your payroll at the Wake County Schools and this is the percentage of your payroll you need to send back to us for this pension uh, obligation. That percentage this year is nearly 13% of payroll. Not for... Classrooms, not for desks, not for light bulbs, not for playgrounds, just for the pension contribution. And that doesn't include the health care contribution bill we'll be sending them, which is even larger. So this, if people don't wake up thinking about these issues, they wake up thinking about education and pu- public safety and roads. These issues is what's going to take money away from those things they care about.
1: Now, uh, again, uh, when the Pension was set up, 30 years of government service, and you could retire. Um, uh, That has not
0: been changed in how many years? Ever. So, consequently... uh, Well, actually, it's been changed for the worst. For the worst, excuse me. Uh, When it was first put in place, there was a minimum retirement age. So, you could retire anytime you wanted to, but you couldn't start drawing until you were 65. Okay. And that was removed. Yeah. That is what's costing us. So, now,
1: we've we've done that, uh, and we, it would be... Uh, we hadn't fixed it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't go back and undo something that's been undone, but you can fix the future. Sure. You can look ahead and say, okay, we can't keep doing this. Now, anybody that comes into the plan now, let me tell you the new rules, and that would, uh, that would that's not going to solve anything immediate, but that would solve something down the road
0: 35 or 40 years from now. Sure. It uh, exactly would. And, and solving these problems is not going to make a difference in... in 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 my life it's not going to make a difference in my personal life or my spiritual life or my financial life but there are hundreds of thousands of public service workers who depend on me as the state treasurer and our and the office of state treasury to to look out for these things and it's not going to make any difference to me whether we're successful in solving these things but it's going to make a huge difference to the public servants of north carolina
1: Well, uh, we want to talk about bond ratings and all that kind of stuff, but I I think for years the focus that at least I've seen as an average voter Mm -hmm. has always been on our bond uh, percentage and so Mm -hmm. forth. And I've heard very little information through the years till you became treasurer about the uh, the pension plan and its Mm -hmm. problems. And so uh, maybe uh, this is uh, uh, step one of getting the problem solved is bringing it to the light of the public and Mm -hmm. especially – Those, uh, 950,000 people who at some point in time, not all of them will be affected because some of them will age out before, uh, uh, before the pension runs out. Mm -hmm. But, uh, uh, but new people coming into it need to be aware. It's like the social security system. I mean, you know, you need to be aware that you better put something aside beside, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, you can't count on social security to bail you out either. Um, Well, we've got uh, other things to talk about. Dale Falwell is our guest. He's the uh, 28th elected treasurer of the state of North Carolina. And we will do that when we return with more here on Carolina
0: Newsmakers. You've got your shades on, do you? So cool, so hip, so sheltered by frames of UV protection to show the world you are a force. But did you also know by wearing sunglasses you're doing your eyes a favor? That's right. Sunglasses help avoid overexposure to the sun, which can produce red eyes, a feeling of grittiness, even excessive tearing. But you, oh master of the incognito, are taking care of your eyes without even knowing it. For more easy ways to keep keeping your eyes healthy, see your optometrist or visit AOA.org. We continue with Carolina Newsmakers. Here's Don Curtis.
1: We're back on uh, Carolina Newsmakers with our guest, Dale Falwell, who's the treasurer of the state of North Carolina. And we were talking about uh, interest rates and uh, interest rates have been sliding up a little bit uh, how does that affect our borrowing now and uh, because interest rates for the last uh, I don't know 10 years have been a sort of a historic mm-hmm. low um, uh, and our bond rating is still very good so mm-hmm. as we look at bond uh, situations not only uh, individual county bonds and city bonds but also maybe even a statewide bond what are we looking at now how does that look
0: well uh, we're still looking good and uh, is- uh, for your listeners, uh, a bond rating, uh, or issuing bonds is sort of like, uh, you individually <clears throat> taking out a mortgage on your house. And just as you would think about what your interest rate is on the mortgage, uh, we have to think about that at the state level because the mortgage that we're taking out is to, you know, build roads and, and improve school facilities and things of that nature. So, uh, interest rates have gone up dramatically and uh, as soon as I was sworn into office, uh, we made a big move to refinance all the state debt that we possibly could, uh, 17 months ago at rates that were below 2% in many instances. So <clears throat> everything that we could flip and and refinance, like you just like you would your home, uh, we we did so at the state level. Uh, but interest rates obviously have gone up dramatically since then. But this not only negatively impacts our borrowing cost and Just to remind your listeners, every dollar we spend on interest is a dollar that can never be spent on public education or public safety or roads, ever. And uh, so this debt situation is very serious, and uh, we still have the AAA bond rating. We're still living well within our our means um, from a debt standpoint, but uh, these interest costs, the cost of the pension, the cost of the health plan, those are the three items that have to be paid. Before anything else is paid to the state, it also negatively impacts our pension plan because ultimately, at being able to invest in things at higher interest rates helps us. But in the short term, uh, when we have you know 25 billion dollars sitting in treasury bonds and interest rates go up, the value of those bonds go down. That's the way those uh, instruments work. Eventually, it all washes out. But uh, so in the short term, interest rates going up. Negatively impacts the value of the valuation of the pension plan.
1: Well, you know, you're in an interesting situation where where you're borrowing, you're hoping interest rates go down, and when you're investing, you're hoping they go up. So I guess it's a good news, bad news thing every day. And you say, "Well, I'm not sure net how I came out."
0: You have to be amphibious. Well, that's
1: true. Uh, that's. It's an old story. We'll tell that one on another time. Uh, the state health plan, of course, is a, uh, you mentioned the three things that you uh, are
0: really worried about. One of them is the state health plan. Where where does that stand now? Uh, it's one of the most insolvent in the United States. Uh, we have, Explain that. Well, what that means is that unlike the health, the pension plan where money every month and it's, it's always good to remind your listeners, uh, regardless of what may be said at a, at a coffee shop or a breakfast table, every public service worker in this state personally contributes to this pension plan every single month. It's not something that's just given to them. Uh, so that's why the pension plan is so well funded. The individuals put money into it. The employer they work for puts money into it. This is I'm not talking about 401k, the pension plan, and then that money grows. You take that exact same circumstance with health care, but unlike the health, the pension plan, there's no money been set aside over the last 40 years, 40 years for the state health plan and the obligation for retiree health care. They are eligible for lifetime health care for the rest of their life in North Carolina. And I'm going to read from you. I know you were probably my age uh, when this was written 39 years ago. But these are the words of former Treasurer Harlan Bowles. The growth in the amount of public service workers and retirees, runaway medical costs, and the absence of actuarially funding these medical expenses will soon result in debt that could easily equal, surpass, and then dwarf the amount of state debt in North Carolina. This is all associated with the unfunded health care liabilities. So as we sit here this morning, our insolvency of this health plan is right behind the state of Illinois, according to Standard Poor's and Pew Research. And secondly, when you add up the pension and the health care liabilities, it's not equal to the state debt. It's now, this morning, 10 times the amount of state debt, nearly $50 billion of unfunded health care and pension liabilities, and former treasurer Harlan Bowles, who was considered by most to be the best state treasurer in the United States in the 20th century, forecast this nearly 40 years ago.
1: And that was before he had the benefit of computers. Right. And now you can really have an accurate picture of what it's going to look like. Exactly. Uh, And, of course, the other thing that has happened that I suspect he wasn't counting on is the growth of the state. Uh, The population has grown higher than they were counting on 40 years ago, too. Right. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a staggering thing, and it's one of these things where most people just sit back and say, I'd rather think about this later. Uh, I mean, that's that's when you, and I do that in business all the time. When we have a problem that we can't solve, I just tend to, Jason knows this better than most people, I just tend to say, well, I'll think about that tomorrow. And uh, of course, you go back to going with the wind, and Scarlett O'Hara says, tomorrow is another day. I'll think about that tomorrow. Well, sooner or later, tomorrow comes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we may be getting close there. Did you try out for that movie? No, I didn't try out for that movie. I'm sure they wanted me to play Clark Gable's role, but uh, there were several problems that uh, kept them from considering it. Number one, I wasn't born then. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That was the first one. And secondly, uh, you know, they they wanted someone that wasn't quite as handsome. Okay. So they chose Clark,
0: Clark Gable. And you wouldn't trade places with him right now, would you?
1: Uh, no, okay. no, I, I, I like <laughs> yeah. I like my current role. Okay. <laughs> I, have a, I have a good
0: friend who says it's always
1: better to be seen than to be viewed, yeah. and uh, that, that's always a good uh, good story. Well, uh, so the interest rate situation—the uh, the last meeting of the Federal Reserve—they did slow down the increase. Mm-hmm. And so, what do you what do you think is going to happen on the interest rates? And so this is, affects consumers as well as the mm-hmm. state of North Carolina. You think? I mean, they've been historically low for some time now. Are they going to keep keep flying back up? And where is the cap?
0: Well, you know, you, you never know. I mean, the the the, the main thing. For, and I'm way off my yoga mat here uh, talking about this, but your the, yoga mat, yes, okay. You know, you know, in yoga, all you're supposed to do is breathe and pay attention to your mat. That's, okay, nothing else matters in yoga. You just breathe and pay attention to your mat. So, as I get off my mat and try to answer your question. Uh, it, I'm, I'm reminded that uh, the, the Federal Reserve chairman, the, the biggest fear, I know what my fears are is, as the state treasurer, the biggest fear of the United States treasurer or the Federal Reserve chair is to get behind. Yeah. And you're probably seeing it in your business. We're seeing it in water and sewer rates. We're seeing it in, at, at the grocery store. If they get behind inflation, which means they, get try, they try to catch up to kind of tap it down, uh, we all know what happened in the 70s and the 80s when that when that occurs. And I can tell you that this economy, the way it's built right now differently than it was when you and I were growing up. Uh, uh, there's so many things that are pegged to lower interest rates uh, that are uh, are not going to survive if if it if the, if the Federal Reserve gets behind and and doesn't keep uh, inflation under control. That's a that's a really big, important thing. And and, you know, Warren Buffett actually said in the in his annual report, and I wouldn't use a word like this on the air unless he said it, you know, you can't tell who's swimming naked until the tide goes out. It's not a visual I want to think about right now. But what he was saying was is that when you have all these deals across the world that are based on low interest rates, and you know, the tide's up, and everybody looks like they're just out there bobbing around, and everybody's swimmingly doing great. But then when the tide goes out, you realize it, some people just can't, you know, make it, and that's uh, that's what I fear as far as interest rates.
1: Well, and also we have an international economy, is sense that one country can throw the rest of them out of uh, kilter very easily.
0: And it's just very important for your listeners that any time that they have an opportunity to pay off debt, it's it's never a wrong time to pay off debt, because when you you can all if you pay it off, you can always have access to it in the future.
1: Yeah. Well, and and of course, North Carolina uh, uh, has had a long history of pay-as-you-go for capital needs, and that's good. But we've got these other problems that uh, maybe we've pushed off to keep that Mm -hmm. going to uh, an excess. So So, um, there's been mention of uh, a statewide bond. Do you think there will be a statewide bond uh, come up uh, in the next uh, two
0: years? I think there will be uh – Attempts and probably successful attempts to find a way to uh, public to do a, a statewide initiative to help uh, public schools across North Carolina actually build uh, or refurbish schools. Now, I want to educate your listeners just briefly to tell them that in the law of North Carolina, the state has never had the responsibility for building schools. They have responsibility for maintaining the schools after they're built. But it's always been a county function. But uh, we just issued the debt affordability study as far as the, uh, the school bonds or any kind of debt is concerned. Uh, but the main thing, in my opinion, that we need to do is to replenish, take the lottery money that it was supposed to, 40% of the lottery profits were supposed to be allocated toward public school construction. It doesn't matter what controversy I'm involved in, no matter where I go, Kiwanis, Rotary, or any other civic group across North Carolina, the question I get most often is, I thought the lottery was supposed to take care of that, whatever that is. And the fact is, going back to this word supplantion, which means you take money from one place that was supposed to be for and you take it somewhere else, any attempts to bring the lottery back up to what it was intended for, which a big portion of that was public school construction, will go a long way toward helping of the counties with public school construction or refurbishment
1: one of the things we wanted to talk about is the 2019 debt affordability study let's mm-hmm. talk about that
0: well i have the debt affordability study now,
1: uh, what was the genesis of this okay. study
0: this was something that was set up uh, under uh, during richard moore treasurer richard moore's uh term and basically it was meant to uh have a connection between the treasurer's office the governor who creates a budget and the general assembly who obviously creates an out and, and, and ratifies the budget. And it it was, it was just a way, official way by law for the treasurer's office to report to those two groups. What, how much debt capacity we have, you know, individuals have debt capacity. Businesses have debt capacity. Uh, I guess the federal government doesn't have any debt capacity, but everybody else in the free world has debt capacity. (laughs) But, um, the state of North Carolina has debt capacity. It's just a report that we are required to send to the governor and the General Assembly on February 1st of every year, which we just did. And basically, it looks out over the next 10 years and talks about how much money we can borrow and still stay within our debt limits and still be in, in good stead with the rating agencies. So that's what we've done. And the debt affordability study came out and showed uh, that we can borrow about $207 million a year. And, you know, that's not as clean as it sounds because sometimes projects aren't ready. The bond market's going wacky or something's going on. So, to say you're going to issue $207 million on July 1st is, you know, it's just an estimate of, of how all that works. So, we've issued the debt affordability study in line of, in, in the spirit of when this was created under Treasurer Richard Moore. Uh, the other thing about the debt affordability study, which was actually in the study, and you can go to nctreasurer.com and actually find the study itself. Is we see that of all the debt that is outstanding for the state of North Carolina right now, when you go back to the earlier conversation about school construction, only one percent of the debt outstanding in North Carolina right now at the state level is for K-12. Everything else is for uh, higher education. So uh, this is it's important to present the debt affordability study. Uh, There is a uh, you know the governor does not agree with the debt affordability study. He uh has a proposal that the, the debt should be uh three times as high potentially as where it is today. But the debt affordability study commission approved the recommendation uh to keep the debt levels where they are for the next ten years. And it's important for your listeners to know that that uh they don't everybody out there that's listening to this show, no matter how they vote or feel politically, Everyone agrees that any time that we can borrow money and pay a lower rate of interest for it, that's good for everybody, and that's what we're trying to do by being solvent and by being conservative in our in our debt.
1: I'm gonna read these uh, uh, percentages out because they're very interesting. Uh, uh, the headline is North Carolina total outstanding tax supported debt by program. Forty nine percent is for higher education. Five uh, percent for clean water. Uh, 5% for hospitals, which is not very much. Transportation, which is a big Pub- public need. Public hospitals. Public hospitals. Yeah. 16% for transportation and 8% for uh, correctional and youth facilities mm-hmm. and 1% for public schools. Correct. So that, that seems to be a little out of kilter.
0: Well, but it sort of reflects the fact that it, it's never been the state's responsibility to build public schools, only to maintain the public schools and the last time that we've had a public school bond was 1996. So <clears throat> there's competing plans right now about public school construction, and we're going to be coming out with uh, some, some news on this next week. Uh, but at, at the end of the day, there, uh, you know, there's great needs out there. And, and some of the urban counties, I believe the Wake County uh, school population did not increase this year. Uh, uh, the population of Wake County increased, but maybe not the school no. population. And then we have some school districts, as you know, uh, that have the total number of students in these school districts, the total number of students in the K-12 uh, population, the total number of students in this population in these school districts is equal to one elementary school that's within a mile of where we're sitting right now. Mm. Less than 800 or 900 students from kindergarten all the way to the 12th grade. Perfect
1: timing. Perfect timing. Gives me just enough time to thank Dale Falwell for being with us and to remind you that you can get more information by going online to
0: nctreasure.com, and I've had a lot of your listeners say they went to the nccash.com and they actually found money that belonged to them at the Chiefs division. So that's where you go for that.
1: Uh, Our program has been produced by Jason Kong. If you'd like to hear a repeat of this broadcast or share it with a friend, you can go online to carolinanewsmakers.com and do just that. Jason will have another interesting guest for us next week on the same group of stations all across North Carolina, and we will look forward to being with you at that time. So the next week, same time, same stations. Have a nice week, everybody.